Welcome to the Getting to Clarity podcast, the place where busy women leaders discover how to create more success in their leadership journey with less sacrifice in their life. Here's your host, Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity. Hey, hello, and welcome back. I am Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity, and this is another episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast. This is the place where busy leaders and those who aspire to be come to get the tips, tools, and techniques that they need to create more success in their leadership with less sacrifice in their life to who they are. So welcome. And today we are talking about self-love and why you need it as a leader. So stay tuned. Self-love is a topic that may make some people feel uncomfortable, but it's really a pretty simple concept and one that is imperative that we embrace as a leader. So here's the deal. Self-love is when you have a positive and holistic attitude towards yourself, the whole, you as a whole person, where you accept and you value yourself and you seek to fulfill your own needs and desires. So you're not pushing it down, pushing it away, taking care of everybody else, only focused on work, only focused on an objective. It's an essential aspect of personal growth and well-being. And you can't lead anyone else unless you're first leading yourself. But, you know, often self-love, self-care kind of get interchanged. And I'm going to describe the difference between the the two first. So self-care refers to the activities or practices you engage in to care for your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual well-being. So self-care can be seen as a form of self-love, but self-love goes beyond self-care by encompassing a broader and deeper sense of self-acceptance, self-worth, self-compassion, self-compassion. We say things to ourselves that we would never say to another human being. We can be absolutely horrible to ourselves sometimes, and that is a form of disrespect. And it's really hard to show up as our highest and best self, especially in leadership, when we are leading others, when we are um, engaging with you know, our teams and our colleagues and with clients and trying to accomplish something. If we're chipping away at our own self-worth and disrespecting ourselves, it's really hard to show up in a way where we can do that. So, you know, this is something that is foundational as a leader. Now, self-care is about taking care of yourself. Self-love is about accepting and loving yourself for who you are, and that requires some introspection. So that's the difference between the two. So why is that important to you, especially as a leader? Can't lead without it. Or you can, Uh, It's just not that effective, at least for the long term. So people with a strong sense of self-love are more likely to be true to themselves, be true to their values and their beliefs. They don't get waylaid as easily. And believe me, there's a lot that is going on in corporate America that uh, companies get into trouble. Individuals get into trouble. Uh, People that you never thought would have gone astray somehow got swayed and uh, did something that they deeply regret. So, you know, self-love is you being true to who you are. And authentic leaders inspire trust by leading with integrity and a sense of purpose. And that is what self-love can do for you. 
it allows you to be uh, a person with integrity and with purpose that you can demonstrate that for others. And when you can do that, you are creating a positive work environment because today it isn't about talent acquisition. It's about talent retention and engagement. So creating an environment where team members feel valued and they feel supported is a benefit of you seeking this in yourself, in in learning to love who you are for who you are and showing up as your best self. So on the other hand, leaders who lack self-love, they may struggle with authenticity. They may be more likely to conform to some sort of societal expectation, hide them to their true selves, right? Align with something that really isn't them, deal with imposter syndrome or not being good enough. But by prioritizing self-love as a person, this is about you as a person, but it ties directly to your leadership. This translates you into being a leader who can cultivate the confidence and resilience needed to be true to yourself and in turn lead with impact, have an impact. So now that you understand self-love a little better, how do you do it? Okay, Debbie, that's what it is. How do I do it? (laughs) So here are 10 tips just to help you get going in the right direction and help you get started. So number one, prioritizing self-care. Okay, I just did an article and podcast and video on self-care. You can go back and grab that if if you'd like to get uh, some additional tips. But making time for activities that bring you joy. What brings you joy? I can't tell you how many coaching clients I've had that uh, they are so focused on their misery and what they don't want, they have totally forgotten what makes them happy or brings them joy. What are the things that help you relax and recharge? So prioritizing that, you got to make time for that. Number two for self-love, practice self-compassion. Again, you know, speaking to yourself in a kind manner and treating yourself with the same compassion that you would show to a close friend or a small child. You know, we berate ourselves and we are so hard on ourselves. The mind, our minds are so quick to judge and judge ourselves harshly that this is like a, a... a habit, a muscle that needs to be worked, the self-compassion, you know, catching yourself when you say something horrible to yourself and giving yourself some grace instead. Number three, embrace your unique your uniqueness. I did have my coffee this morning, sorry. Uh, you know, celebrate who you are as an individual. Embrace your imperfections. We are not perfect, even though we can chase perfection. So what makes you special? What makes you different? What makes you unique? Embrace that. You know, that's part of you authentically and showing up as your authentic self as well. Number four, surround yourself with positivity. Surrounding yourself with people and things that bring you happiness and limit your exposure to negativity. You know, there's a saying that we are the average of the top five people that we spend the most time with. And this is not magic. This is the law of averages. We are energetic beings at our core and we pick up on energy. We pick up on what other people put out. So even if they're not saying it overtly, we're picking it up covertly. Uh, If you've ever met someone that you just didn't like right away or they kind of creeped you out, you were picking up on something that they were putting out and you didn't like it. So surrounding yourself with people personally and professionally that elevate you, that inspire you, 
I have made it part of my purpose to seek these people out and to schedule time with them, to make sure that I am actively including them in my life. Um, and, you know, it's a mastermind. I have a couple masterminds. So surrounding yourself in a way. If you want to know more about masterminds, you can just shoot me a message and, and I can help you out with that because I am a great proponent of it. As a matter of fact, perhaps I'll do another uh, podcast on masterminds because I feel so passionately about them. Number five, set boundaries. Learn to say no. <laughs> Learn to say no to commitments that drain you and prioritize the things that make you feel lighter, make you feel more joyful, make you feel that you are vibrating at a higher frequency. So, you know, pay attention to how your body feels and then set boundaries that allow you to exist in an elevated way. Number six, cultivate gratitude. Focus on what you have rather than what you lack. You know, practicing gratitude helps to foster a positive mindset and a, a sense of achievement and contentment that you are grateful for things that you have in your life. Um, number seven, accept compliments, okay? And then this is one that was hard for me sometimes. Accept compliments instead of brushing them off. Oh, it was nothing. Oh yeah, no big deal. Allow yourself to fully receive compliments, right? Let them boost your self-esteem. Take them in. They're a gift from the person that's giving them to you. Don't push it away. And don't you deserve it? Fully receive what is being extended to you because it is a gift. So accept compliments. Number eight, Take responsibility for your emotions. Own your emotions and work to understand what triggers them. Emotional intelligence is something that I highly recommend for uh, anyone that is in a leadership capacity or aspires to be in a leadership capacity because it is about understanding your own emotions. It is understanding how you are triggered by others, how you trigger others, and how to maintain those relationships. And as a leader, you you can't, and especially in this current labor environment, you can't ignore that. So take responsibility for your emotions. Your emotions will hijack you if you let them. So you have a way to process them, to deal with them. And again, if you would like something to be able to process emotions and emotional baggage, we all have it from things that have happened in our lives, you can go to clarityrelease.com and I have a series of guided meditations that might help you do just that. So getting control over them and being more peaceful. Number nine, practice mindfulness. This is huge. Take time each day to quiet your mind. Focus on the present moment as much as you can, knowing that you're Mind will go in a dozen different directions or more. And uh, the more you practice this, the more you really have that quiet sense of inner peace and self-awareness. And that is the place where the answers come from. But you have to let go to let them come. It's not that you go get them, they come to you, but you have to be in a space where they are allowed to reach you. So practicing mindfulness. And then number 10, celebrate your achievements. You know, as high-performing um, overachieving professionals, we just don't celebrate. We're just like, check, got it done before, you know, we've even had a chance to say, yeah, good job. We're on to the next thing. It's, it's next, 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 next. So again, you deserve that respect. You deserve that 
accolade, celebrate your achievements. I run a mastermind for a client. We start every meeting with an update and share a win. They have to share a win. It forces them to think in that direction. And that's huge. So self-love is critical for leaders. It is part of your foundation to be effective, to be impactful in your leadership and by prioritizing self-love. Leaders just like you, you're able to cultivate self-awareness, be more resilient, be more emotionally intelligent. And these are all essential traits for success. So when you have a strong sense of self-love, you are more likely to lead with authenticity and inspire trust in your team, a cohesive, trusting, authentic culture and environment. So essentially, it's the key to unlocking your full potential as a leader and creating positive change in the world that you were born to make. So until the next time, here is wishing you all the clarity that you deserve and the self-love too. Take care and bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast with Debbie Peterson. If you enjoyed this show, please rate and recommend it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. To learn more about how you can create more success with less sacrifice in your leadership and life, visit gettingtoclaritypodcast.com.